0: Well, as we've been hearing, BC has been wanting bail reform from the federal government for months now. They have been lobbying for it. Did we get what we wanted? We heard from Justice Minister David Lametti earlier on the show this morning about the proposed changes that still have to make their way through Parliament, but they are on the way. So, how will this impact us here in BC? To join us, joining us now to talk more about that is Nikki Sharma, the Attorney General of our province. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me. It's always great to be on your show.
0: Do you see this one as a win for what BC wanted?
1: Um, It certainly is um, an important amendment. We've been looking over it um, yesterday and today, and it looks like they agreed with some of BC's advocacy and suggestions. So in there is a broad definition of, of, of violence for repeat violent offending. So if you're someone who's committed violence more than once, and you're at a bail hearing it'll make it um easier for the justice and to hold you rather than release you um and there's other parts of it that really help to increase we think community safety of course they're just amendments now like that are just been introduced so they have to be passed and we're looking forward to that happening
0: right but even after they're passed how do how does it trickle down so that a judge feels like
1: oh i can use this now Yeah, so it it, it changes the factors that a judge will consider at a bail hearing. So it would make it more difficult for people to get bail if they're accused of like specific firearm offenses, repeated serious violent offending um, involving a weapon, and um, repeat intimate partner violence. Um, It also would add an aspect that communities are saying that there's certain people that have a lot of impact on them. Um, and it tends to be a small group. So it, it, it allows the judge to consider community impact of that person. So is this person having a huge community impact through their behaviors? And that would be a consideration a judge would make to say, hey, like, we should be holding this person. They shouldn't get bail because uh, public safety is, is an important factor here.
0: Yeah, does this strike the right balance? I know that on the other side of things, people have very, critics have raised concerns about this, saying, well, wait a minute, there is a right to bail you know, in this country.
1: Absolutely. There is a right to bail. BC has been really targeted in what we've asked for and we've said the constitution and, and the right to bail and to be innocent before proven guilty are all very important parts of our of our um our, our criminal justice system. We targeted and we have advocated for repeat violent offenders. So a situation where Public safety is such a concern with individuals, whether it's intimate partner violence and what could happen to that partner or repeat uses of weapons or repeated violence that shows up for individuals. And that's the one that we ask the federal bail policy to circle around and make changes about. But generally speaking, yeah, judges are there and the court justice is there to, to, to implement the Constitution, to weigh rights and do all those things we expect them to do.
0: So, how do you see this being used then? So we hear about safety concerns over you know prolific repeat offenders coming to court how What kind of cases would you see this being used to keep that person behind bars?
1: Yeah, so if somebody's come forward and they've had they've done specific firearm offenses, I know that for example in in um, out east they were they were advocating for use for repeated use of bear spray. If there's something in their record that shows repeated serious violence that involves weapons and they're before the court again on, an, on another offence um, what the changes would do is ask the judge to consider that this person should be held unless there's a good reason to release them so the onus kind of shifts from release unless there's a good reason to hold it to hold them unless there's a good reason um, to release them and that that's for public safety issues it's not the only thing we're doing in BC we've, we've got a lot of investments out there and programs that are that are stood up now about repeat violent offenders that are part of, you know, circling around this group of people, figuring out what we need to do to make sure communities are safe and to break the cycle of crime for that person. Um, and we have like we're investing in mental health resources, and we're investing in um, police resources, and all the things that involves safety. So this is one part of it, the advocacy we've been doing on bail reform, but there's many other things we're working on.
0: Okay. And are you confident or comfortable that prosecutors will use this, that this will be a tool that they will want, that they will employ?
1: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I think our biggest, our biggest concern was without a change of law at the federal level, which affects the whole country, it's really hard for Crown prosecutors to ask for um, bail and circumstances, and receive it from the judge, right, because of the, the way the law was. So we're hopeful that these amendments with their past will help help and ensure that if public safety is an issue with there's repeat violent offenders, that they will be held in the justice system.
0: Okay, and you mentioned there's other things that are being worked on. So what else do you think will make the difference here?
1: Um, well, we stood up on May 1st repeat violent offenders uh, teams that are 12 hubs across Um, The province, I think we talked about it earlier, where there is a group of Crown prosecutors, police and probation officers that are identifying repeat violent offenders and and coordinating the plan and resources around those people. And the the goal would be to help to make sure that public safety is increased by having that coordination around certain people. Um, and making sure that resources can be used elsewhere because what we've heard from people, communities across BC, is it's often a small group of repeat offenders that are causing most of the problems. Um, we're investing in um, RCMP resources across the province and also mental health and addictions resources. We've, we've um, in the last budget, there's a billion dollars there that are going to mental health and addictions resources because we know that communities kind of across the world and definitely Canada, have been seeing a rise in in, um, in concerns with public safety after COVID. And, and so we're stepping up our response in many ways.
0: You, is this one of those situations where it's, it's going to take time, right, for people to see and feel the results of, of these measures? But how long do you think before the public would notice a difference?
1: Well, I hope these amendments will be passed quickly, and that would be the law of the land then. So it would immediately show up in the courts um, and the decision-making. The repeat offender teams have been stood up as of May 1st so they're actively right now identifying um, um, identifying the files of repeat violent offenders they're working through um, um, all the work that's made that we're asking them to do which is to come up with a plan for these repeat offenders so that that's you know that that'll be hopefully showing up soon in communities a lot of the programming that we're working on um, like better mental health supports with police officers and all these things are happening right now so I'm hopeful that it'll start showing up in communities um, very soon.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time this morning.
1: No problem. Thanks for having
0: me. Appreciate that. Nikki Sharma is the attorney general of BC talking about all these different measures that are being put into place essentially to make us feel safer because public safety concern about what we see happening in our communities. And this is all over the province, right? Has been top of mind for so many people, for so many voters that is top of mind. So my question to you this morning is we've heard about all these measures, right? These are all the things that governments are kind of throwing at that to try to fix the problem, do you think these measures will work? Now, the bail reforms, that's a big one. That means that the judges will now have the tools, the prosecutors will have the tools to ask to keep a repeat prolific offender behind bars, especially when there's violence involved. But you have to, has to be put into action, right? Do you think that we are on the right track to making a difference here? What else do you think needs to be done?